everyday leaders. I'm back. <laughs> Show number two tonight. It is Thursday, March 18th, and I'm really excited because as I've told you, I love bringing you amazing people that are doing incredible things, leading their lives with success. That's what everyday leaders do. People that are showing up with consistency to pour into themselves and add value so that they can then add value to you. Tonight, I am joined by one of my friends that I was on a virtual panel with him several months ago. Uh, Rosa Ponce de Leon had uh, stopped feeling powerless at work. And so Chris Natsky, Natsky, sorry, <laughs> I even reset that. Natsky, all right, get that right. Chris Natsky is joining us and, oh my gosh. All right, so get your journals out because if you are ready to grow, if you are ready to change, if you're ready to challenge yourself, you know my why is challenge. So Chris is an eighth degree black belt master instructor, former Taekwondo champion, and ranks top 1% of all of the martial artists in the world. Now, what an introduction, Chris. Thank you very, very much for joining us tonight. Thanks, Belly. It's so great to be here. Thanks so much. It is awesome to have you. I learned so much from you in the virtual summit and people that may have watched that this summer, you know, got inspired through so many people that were saying, oh my gosh, what was one strategy that I could take away? And I think, I don't know anything about Taekwondo, <laughs> but you inspired me to say, get consistent in your life. And I'm a big person on consistency. So tell me, you know, where your journey started and for our listeners and our viewers, um, what your journey has been about, how that connected you uh, in Taekwondo. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've been doing martial arts quite a long time. I started uh, back in the early 70s. And I was just, uh, as I like to say, a, a short little chubby kid who was enamored with a TV show that many of your seasoned listeners might remember, which was called Kung Fu. Uh -huh. And uh, so, you know, Kwai Chain Canes walking across the American desert and taking care of the bad guys. And when you're 10 years old, it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. And so I begged my mom to let me go to my first class. And uh, man, I just saw these people executing these powerful movements with this, with this grace. And, and, and I, I felt like I came home. And uh, so martial arts really became a platform very early in my life. Uh, my, my first full uh, instructor after that was a man that totally changed my life because what he did is it was the first time in my life that I had someone that I really loved and respected that called out greatness in me. In fact, he told me in one very uh, important instance, he said, I will make you a champion. And when you're 13 years old, you think about all the medals and trophies involved. But what I really learned after that is he was grooming me to be a champion in life. And so those principles I carry with me to this day and, and hopefully have been able to honor him um, by able, you know, being able to share that with others. You know, you think about that person, that one person that sees something in you and without that person in your life at that moment, how your life might have changed. Absolutely. He is clearly my angel. He is clearly my angel because I, I was growing up in a household where my father was there, but had some real difficulties with alcoholism. So that was my role model. And then I met my instructor and now I had this man who, you know, these superhuman, super superhuman strength in terms of his martial arts ability, but had this kindness and this way to connect with people. And I realized that's what power is. That's what authentic power is. It's mm -hmm. being able to have that power, but still able to be 
to relate with people in a very kind and profound way. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you say, so you have one environment, you know, that you live in and then you get this escape, right? Yeah. And it gives you that, that almost superhuman escape power that you can step into. And, and it really makes you feel like there may be some purpose here that I Absolutely. may not have experienced anywhere else. Well, it was a sanctuary for me. And I remember one distinct story being with him one time. His English was very poor because he had moved to the United States at age 35 and really didn't speak good English, but I could always understand him. I mean, I'd be in a group with people and they'd all fade away because they couldn't understand him. And I'd be riveted to what he was saying. And we have a, a name in Korean martial arts. It's, a, it's akin to sensei. So teacher, uh, but in Korean martial arts, it's called sabum nim. And one day it was just he and I sitting across the desk from each other. And I, I said, sir, what does sabum nim mean? And I already knew the meaning because I was already a junior black belt at age 14 or 15. But he paused and he looked me deeply in the eyes and he said, sabum nim means father. And it just hit me in the heart. And it wasn't that he was trying to replace my father. But I, what I took from that is I'm here for you in that role if you need me. And, and importantly, if you're going to play that role in the future for others, you need to step up to that challenge as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. So talk to me about discipline. Mm. I think that's so important because we say if we get into something and we don't know what that's going to teach us and all those lessons and and your respect, right? Your elders and your mentors, but the discipline that you took into your life now through this training. Yeah. Well, you know, discipline is an, is a, is an interesting thing, particularly in our culture, right? Uh, A lot of people know the benefits of discipline and they say they are disciplined, but Oftentimes, it's easy for us to get off course. And one of the things that I always tell not only my students, but my coaching clients is that discipline is a decision that you make each and every day. So you make it clearly for the long term, but you make it each and every day. And then you set up practices and systems to make that discipline behavior much more easily done, right? Because what oftentimes happens is we're caught by distractions and maybe it's we do it in our diet or we do it in our in our sleep or lack of exercise. But when you set yourself up, it's easier to become more disciplined. And then, and then Melanie, what I think the real magic happens is inside of discipline is a tremendous amount of freedom, mm-hmm. right? Because if we're disciplined with our, with our, our, the way we take care of our bodies, we have the freedom later in life to be able to use them. If we're disciplined with our money, we have freedom in life to be able to buy things that we need. So there's this yeah, interesting dichotomy. And for me, you know, in discipline also is the root word is disciple, right? So when you're a disciple of something that's bigger than you, then that discipline works hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you have this calm confidence, right? So that things that uh, may come as a challenge or a consequence of something, I think you have a, a way to be able to to kind of refrain that energy and, and get perspective on it a lot faster than if you didn't have this practice discipline in your life. Well, you know, in, in the martial arts world, in the martial arts classroom, and then in the, in the competition ring or when you're testing for new belts or whatever, there is some pressure that happens, right? You're mm-hmm. pushed to your limits. But what happens is when we practice those and we put ourselves in those situations, and then we have those small victories built upon another small victory, built upon another, pretty soon it's, it becomes a practice for us. We can take that 
and apply it to other areas of our lives. And that's, I have to tell you, the kicking and punching can get old after a while. But when you use martial arts as a metaphor, which is what I hope I'm doing, now you can take it and apply it to every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So I grew up watching The Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we just found out Cobra Kai. We started watching that again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You, know, you, you think about like for kids that are going through this to be able to say in today's world, you know, um, what a great structure for them. And it's physical, it's mental, it's spiritual, it's everything um, combined into one. And it gives them a sense of community. And, and I love that, you know, talking about this Cobra Kai, it's the same actors that were in the original movie. Right. And, and so that stays with you. I think the message in my heart was, wow, here they are reliving, you know, yes, they've gotten into be adults, but they still keep that essence of who they were um, when they really understood uh, that discipline and structure. And yeah, so. Hey, well, I, I'm, I'm not in my head. That, that movie was huge. I, I actually, well, a couple of fun facts. I actually got to meet Mr. The real Mr. Miyagi oh. um, as a martial arts. He, he, interestingly enough, he was not a martial artist. Pat Morita was not. But we, as a martial art group, gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award for his impact because it totally revolutionized martial arts. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was more an activity for young adults. And now all of a sudden, kids came into the schools and throngs. And the other thing that was so impactful about that movie for me is my instructor who I shared with you before, I literally remember being either a senior in high school or a freshman in college and watching that movie and having tears in my eyes because Mr. Miyagi reminded me so much of my instructor. Wow. So, I mean, it was, it was just it's a, a full circle, right? Mm-hmm. It's this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Well, I know what you're doing now is really helping other people because, you know, when we talk about success, you can't pour into others until you really have reached that pinnacle of understanding how you operate and what you do. And and I wanted to share real quickly um, your website because I know you've got some something to give yeah, away I to do. people that are watching this either now or on the replay. Uh, so if you're on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, if you're watching this, you can type in hashtag replay. Um, but we're going to give you some instructions here in just a minute. So I want to take you first to Chris's website. So here is the website, um, chrisnatsky.com. And I want to share his website here. And he can kind of take us through um, what he's done now after being uh, so successful in, uh, in this arena. So Chris, take it away. All right. Well, thank you. I so appreciate this. Well, you know, what I've really done in my career now, I'm still very much involved in martial arts, but my students own the schools and I basically oversee them. But I've moved to a new career in uh, professional speaking, inspirational speaking and life leadership coaching and also have authored two books. And my latest book called Breaking Through, uh, Three Winning Strategies to Create uh, Breakthrough Results in your life, business, and relationship uh, opened up at the end of February as a number one Amazon bestseller. And so if people click on that, or if they uh, if they text breakthrough to 720-741-6263, they can get the first chapter for free. So um, that's the first part of the website. And if you, I guess you want to scroll, do you want to scroll down a little bit, yep. Melanie? Yep. And a little yep. bit of uh, you know, just a little page there. And what I do is I break my business down into three segments there. So the one on the far left is with my, my speaking events, uh, which you see that you can get more information on. I also have the center one there is team building events. And I do a corporate board breaking experience. 
So what I do is I help people identify individually as well as collectively in their group, a breakthrough area they want to have in their life. Then also they identify what's been holding them back. What are the limiting beliefs? And then from that point, they write it on either side of the board and I teach them how to break it while they're looking at that limiting belief staring them in the face and they break the board. And it's, it's one of my favorite things I get to do. That's and then awesome. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching and that's that third <laughs> element there. I'm coming to one of your workshops. <laughs> you got it. I'll tell you what, you know, if I may, I mean, it has been tr transformational. I've done it from, you know, middle schoolers all the way. The oldest um, lady that did it was 77 years old. And there are times where people, particularly those that don't, haven't had a lot of experience expressing themselves physically, there's a lot of fear and anxiety. And when they break that board, um, you, you just see tears flowing down their face. They're just, and it's not because their hand hurts, just to be clear. It's because they've had this breakthrough. And I see people all the time that say, my board is still in my office. I look at it every day. And, and so it's just one of my favorite things to do. That is so awesome. You know, because I think so many people say that's a magic trick, right? If they haven't yeah. experienced something like that before, they go, oh, they already had that bro board broken and there's absolutely yeah. no way that energy could transform. But you're right. It is all about mindset and people through there. It is powerful when you get to the yeah. other side to know that you you absolutely can think yourself into a different way of, of living and, right. and transformation. So. Well, and it's such a great metaphor, too, because what I teach in the seminar is you go, you don't go to the board, you go through the board. And how many times in our lives when we have big, audacious, hairy, audacious goals that we have for ourselves, we get right to them and then something happens. Do you know about the Y Institute? The Y Institute was founded by Gary Sanchez and inspired by Simon Sinek. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake, founder of Everyday Leaders professional coaching and consulting, and as the first certified associate agent in the United States with the Y Institute, now Everyday Leaders can help you discover your why. Go to everydayleaders.com and take your why assessment today. Discovering your why is the essential first step of being an everyday leader. Everyday leaders know their why and live their why discover your why. Find out more at everydayleaders.com. That's everydayleaders.com. Right? Something happens. And many times I think it's like, you know, subconsciously we're holding back, but that metaphor of moving through, now you've experienced it and then you can, you know, reference that back later on. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and how many times, um, you know, cause we talked about earlier, uh, I've recently been going through all these behavioral assessments and starting to understand where you start, right? And so when you go back and you say a breakthrough, you've got to go back to the very beginning to say, where did all of this energy come from? Where are my fears transpiring from? Uh, how do I operate in my life? And what's really important? What do I value? Right. And um, and so I ask you to help me with something because I have an okay. exercise tonight. Okay, very good. Very good. <laughs> so I've been teaching these workshops uh, at the, from the Y Institute, and it's called the Y workshop. And so I went earlier a couple of weeks ago live. I was so excited uh, to an American women's business owners group here in Indiana. And we needed to do a drawing for a winner for my next workshop. So 
So Chris, you agreed to help me do this wide wheel and I'm going to bring this up on the screen. And so I'll have you count us down here in just a second as I bring it up and we'll announce everybody that is in the Y wheel, because we've got a bunch of names here. So I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, So I'll start down the list. We've got uh, Roxanne, Christy, Kim, Marcy, Joanna, Frida, Janie, Kara, April, Becky, Susan, Charlie, Morgan, Stephanie, uh, Jan, Carissa, Shirley, Diana, Sarah, Debbie, Crystal, Samantha, Kat, Sarah, Alicia, Lachelle, Julie, Jennifer, Jen, Kathy, Crystal, Jenna, Nancy, Lori, Nadia, Rhonda, Julia, and Deanna. Whew. That's a lot. Wow. You, need, you need to take a breath after that. Okay. <laughs> 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 so I'm so excited because what they will win is an assessment. So they get to take an assessment and they will be able to determine through this very predictable process a um, what their why is out of nine whys. And then they get to come to the class, a two-hour class, and discover how to put together their statement, their their statement of purpose to get clear and stand out in their life and business. And so it's really cool. And I love giving these away because it really can change your life. All these things that we're teaching you guys tonight uh, can make a big impact. So, so Chris, will you help us spin the wheel? Will you count down? Yeah. How right. do I spin the wheel, Melanie? You what do you just, want me to do? Uh, do a big countdown for us in okay. Taekwondo. Whatever. What do you do oh. to start Taekwondo? Oh, match? very good. So do, yeah. do you want me to like count down from five? And yes. then say go. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to count in, in Korean numbers, one to five. Uh, and then I'm going to say, um, which means to begin. All right. If you're, if you're sparring, that's what the referee would say. So are we ready? We're ready. Okay. Hana, tool, set, net, dasut, shak. Good luck, everybody. Yay! It looks like Morgan, Morgan MC. So congratulations, Morgan. That was really fun. And oh my goodness, I just learned something new. <laughs> How fun. How fun. Thank you very much, Chris, Absolutely. for doing that. <laughs> you noticed that my you noticed that my Korean wasn't that good that I could count backwards from five. I still had to do it starting at one, but maybe it's something I need to work on. That's okay. You know, because now you taught us something new. <laughs> That's yeah, what right. I'm all about. Like, let's learn something new. Um, oh, yes. So Jerry Combs wants to know, where are you yeah. physically located? I am physically located right now. I'm sitting in Aurora, Colorado, which is southeast of Denver. Wonderful. I have so many people in Colorado, like all of a sudden, everybody that yeah. I talk to on a daily basis is in Colorado. Yeah, it's a great place. Have you lived there, have you lived there forever? I, I've, no, I actually moved here. Well, I moved here in 93. So I've lived here the most I've ever lived anywhere. I grew up in the Midwest, in Wisconsin, but uh, the corporate world brought me to Denver since then. Mm-hmm. I was here since December 93. Love oh, it here. Goodness. Well, Everybody, I mean, literally everybody that I start to connect to, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in Denver. I'm on Mountain Time. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> you know, you have those times in your life where you're, you're right. kind of all through everybody's in California. Or they've gone to New yeah. York. So um, it's a great place to be. And and we're going to get out there. So I'll come see you live. Please do. Please hopefully do. Hopefully soon. Love to, love to have you. Oh, my goodness. It would be it would be awesome. So um, so back to your book. 
Yes. The first book that you had was seven strategies. Now you've Correct. got to three. So talk to me about the <laughs> process of your first book to this book and yeah. what you learned through that. Very good. Yeah. Pretty soon I'll be down to one, right? <laughs> if I keep going. Um, well, the, the first book got its origin. It's called Black Belt Leadership. And it's got its origin because I was uh, getting ready for my seventh degree black belt test at that time. That was, I believe, in 2008. And I was getting ready uh, for this. And I had to create an essay that was going to be read at my testing. My instructor, my Korean instructor had required that. And I started putting together and I was beginning to speak at that time. So it became my keynote talk, the seven qualities at the time of black belt excellence, which I've since changed to the seven qualities of black belt leadership. And so it's just basically my, my life philosophy that I created um, through martial arts. The Breaking Through book actually came as a result of the Board Breaking Experience Workshop because I saw all these people have these amazing experiences and I would see people and say, oh, my board is still in my office. I look at it every day. I loved it. And I thought, hmm, however, did they actually have the breakthrough they stated? Or did they just have a really neat experience breaking a piece of wood? Mm -hmm. So I put it together and I and the three strategies are what I call the three C's, which is to clarify your vision, to um, to take uh, clarify your vision, to uh, create your plan and then take consistent action. Mm -hmm. And so the book is broken down those three sections. I love it. I love it. That's a uh, I'm going to um, post right here, too, because. You had given this to us earlier. Oh, I'm going to yes. post this across the screen, but I'm also going to put this in the comments. So if you're watching this on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, you can go right here in this chat and you can just click the link and yeah. you can get Chris's new book because this Excellent. is just out and it's yeah. really it's really fantastic. I think we can learn a ton from you and people that are writing books now, you know, they've gone through the, the last year and said, there's something that more that I can teach. There's something more um, that we can learn from each other. And so, right. And so when you're bringing in your workshops and giving people real access, and my mentor told me a long time ago, right, you can speak all the time or you can teach a class, but when you write a book, you're going to find and connect to more people, millions of people in the world that may not ever have an opportunity to hear or see you. Exactly. And this book is the funny story about it, Melanie, is this was not the book I planned on working on in 2020. I had a whole I do a, a weekly blog and I was going to put those all together into a you know a weekly book. And and uh, I had just got done doing a board breaking experience workshop in Denver. And I went to go meet my editor to talk about the other book. And she said, yeah, that's great. I love it. We'll work together on it. And then I said, I have this other idea, this other book. And then I lit up, right? Oh, this, this, that. And she goes, that's your book. And this thing wouldn't go away. So I, this is the one I was meant to write, at least this year. I love that. I, You know, and that's the thing, right? We may not see it, but if we have somebody close to us that we really need to be open to those opportunities, because if we're speaking about something and speaking into something, then it's right there inside of us. We need to that's journal right. about it, or we need to, to really get that out uh, because it changes lives. Things yes. that you've experienced and been through um, can really make an impact for other people. And well, absolutely. And you know, I have one of my one of my mentors has told me on several occasions, and I've heard him say it to others as well. Is the thing if you're thinking of writing a book or starting a program, and you're wondering if you have anything to offer, 
He said, Chris, you have to remember what you think is ordinary, others will think is extraordinary, right? And we just, because we do it all the time, right, Melanie? We do it all the time. It's mm-hmm. just who we are. But there, every, and every, and I believe everyone has that inside of them mm-hmm. in one way, shape, or form. Well, and we just forget because our gift is our gift. And when yes. we use it and we tap into it, um, tell me about your next steps. What's your, your hope for your next part of your journey? Uh, yeah. What are you looking to do? Who do you want to connect to? Yeah, well, I love connecting with, you know, with businesses and organizations, you know, particularly with leaders, because I think that the principles that I speak about uh, really apply to everyday leadership, just as the title of yours is, because I believe that we're not only leaders in our businesses and in corporations, but we're leaders in our lives, right? We're leaders in our lives. I also have a very soft spot for working with youth. So these principles that I teach, I think are very, very transferable um, and inspiring to kids, particularly high schoolers. So I love that. And then, you know, my coaching business, I love working with people who are in transition, that maybe they've been successful in in a certain part of their life, but they, they know that there's something more. And I love being able to draw that out and kind of work off of my experience because my corporate experience, I was doing very well. And, you know, many of your listeners probably had the same experience. In fact, it was tough to leave because I still kind of liked it because I was enjoying it. Those are sometimes I think the hardest time to leave because, well, it's okay. It's pretty good versus if it was been awful, it had been easy to leave. Mm-hmm. But man, when I made that change, it was life-changing. And I think I can help other people to have take those courageous steps as well. What a mind shift. I think it's so important, right? Speaking into, even if you like what you do, it yes. may not be your calling. Yes. And and so taking that time before you don't like what you do. <laughs> right. right. Well, you know, you, I, I, I've heard you use the phrase, which I love speaking into how I opened up my martial arts studio back in 95 is I was at a, a weekend course that was about changing, you know, your life direction, et cetera. And at the end of the conference, we had to stand in front of the microphone and make a proclamation. And I literally did not know what I wanted to say. And there were 150 people in the room. I stood in front of the microphone and all of a sudden out of my mouth came, in the next six months, I'm going to be owning a professional martial arts school. And it was one of those things as was coming out of my mouth, Melanie, I was like, oh, no, I'm like trying to get it back. Right. And I sat down and I thought, oh, my gosh, if I just said it now, I have to do it. And wouldn't you know it in six months. I was in that school. See, because if we hide it, if we hold it down inside of our soul and and we think about it and we dream about it and then we worry about it and we, and we don't have the resources because we're not speaking about it. Once you verbalize it, it really does. It keeps your mind accountable. And then people just start to show up because now you're really thinking into and speaking into the things that you want to visualize and, and it really can happen. And it's, I hate to say phony baloney. It's really that easy. <laughs> it's really that easy. It is. And my experience, you know, I was very, it was one of the most exhilarating times in my life as well as the most frightening. But when I started speaking about doing it, I was the one that was holding myself back. Mm-hmm. Everyone was saying, yeah, you need to go for this. You were meant for this. But I couldn't see it. Right. I couldn't see it. So tell us one secret, one secret strategy that every single person that's listening to this now or on the replay can try to have a breakthrough in their life. I am a huge fan of um, daily practices and particularly in the morning. I think the best time to 
create practices is in, in the morning that you do them before you do anything else. Cause that's the one time of day that you can control your life. Right. And we've all said, I'm going to work out and then you're going to do it at lunch and then something happens and you come home, you're too tired, et cetera. So I have a practice. Are you watching keep... me? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I have a practice that if they want to download the free chapter, it's detailed. It's called the six M's of morning mastery. So it's things like meditation, mind treatment, mental imaging, um, you know, doing those daily practices each and every day. And I, that's how I start my day. I've been doing it for years. And it's like, that's my anchor. And so what I would say to people is find practices. It doesn't need to be six like I recommend. It could be two, but do them consistently because things done consistently, small things done consistently over time can lead to massive results. Mm. You heard it here. Do that one thing. Do that one thing. Get Chris's book. Get Chris's new book. Here's the link that you can go download it right now. Uh, go to his website. He is the uh, Amazon number one bestseller with the three winning strategies to create breakthrough results in your life, business, and relationships called Breaking Through. You definitely want to check this out. And get to one of his workshops. I'm, I'm on board. I'm coming. <laughs> I am super excited to connect to you, Chris. And it has been really awesome just to, to get to talk to you a little bit, not be on a virtual panel where I get to see you, but I don't get to connect. Right. So exactly. uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's my pleasure, Melanie. I had a blast. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. And again, chrisnatsky.com. Go there, get his book and connect to him. And if you're in Colorado, maybe look him up and have coffee. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Have a great night. And thank you again for joining and best of luck with you. Thanks. You too, my friend. Thanks. This has been a Joe Studios production.